Hello and welcome to the Battle Line Podcast, where we have conversations on that collision of space between community, faith, and culture. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Satterley. But before we introduce our other hosts, we have to say it has been a hot minute since we have had a podcast episode. It is the summer. It is Youth Ministries Christmas time. So for all the people, listen, listen, I'm going to give you an Uncle Matt saying right here. Listen, come close. This is Uncle Matt. All right. Do not, please do not say to youth workers, oh, I hope you're enjoying your vacation out at camp. It is the busiest, stressed, stressiest. Is that a word? No. Messiest time. <laughs> it would be the editor of the war cry that would tell me that stressiest <laughs> isn't a word. That is, so don't, please, please listen. Don't go, don't go around to people, youth workers, and say, oh, you must enjoy your vacation right now. It's crazy busy. It is crazy busy. And I've heard a lot of people say summer camp is tougher than kettles. I'm not saying that's a spicy take. I'm just telling you, it is. So <laughs> You're going to get so many emails. <laughs> they, listen, when they've been DYSs or when they've been to youth ministers running a summer camp, then we'll open those emails. <laughs> Here with me today is the Director of Publications for the Salvation Army Nationally, my co-host on this podcast, my co-host in life, my editor in all things that I say. Major Jamie Satterley. How are you doing today, Jamie? If only I could edit all the things you say. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. We also have on the other side our co-host, producer, our national media manager, the one who makes this whole thing run. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, how are you doing today? Recording live from the mean streets of Rhode Island. It is a vibe. It is a moment here, and I am stoked to be on the line. <laughs> Rhode Island, Rhode Island. Elizabeth, how many glasses of coffee milk have you drank? Okay, I'm actually embarrassed to see that. say that. I have had zero. No, but, but ask, her, ask her how many Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee she's had. I am, okay. Yeah, I'm a sponsor of the local b and <laughs> I have had at least one to two medium caramel spoilers coffees with cream and one sugar a day. You've had, you've had two of these highly caffeinated drinks a day. Well, my mom like goes out at 7 a.m. I roll up and I'm like, whoa, coffee. And then later in the day, she's like, do you want another coffee? I'm like, sure, mom. <laughs> Live your best get, life, Elizabeth. Get that punch card. Get that punch yeah. card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today, we're speaking with one of my favorite people on the planet. You are not ready. Listeners out there, you are not ready for our guest today. You better prepare yourself. It's going to be amazing. We have with us the Giovanni Smith, a salvationist, but currently working with InterVarsity. Uh, and so she is a, a great friend of ours. We love JoJo, as she's known uh, to all who love her. And so she's going to talk to us a little bit about um, Urbana and InterVarsity uh, and all the things that she's got going on. So, Joe, how are you doing today? I am feeling good. It is hot as a good earth. It's very hot in Atlanta. And if this is anything like hell, I do not want to be a part of it. <laughs> this is too much for me. This is too much. Do you want to be? I don't know what's going on. It is super hot. It's not as hot here as it is in other places, uh, but we've been to some hot locations this summer and I'm like, uh, that's too much. This is too much. Do you want us to refer to you as Giovanni or Jojo? Uh I mean, y'all, y'all know me very. You could go ahead and call me JoJo. It's weird okay. when people call me by my first name. They're like Giovanni. I was like, oh, <laughs> who's that? All right, Giovanni. First, first question for our national listeners who who have never had the pleasure of meeting the Giovanni Smith. <laughs> tell us about yourself. Uh, how have you been connected to the Army? And then tell us a little bit about your history with the Army because we know you've held quite a few different employee yeah. positions through the Army before you moved to InterVarsity. Tell us the story yeah. of Giovanni Smith. 
well, I was born in on uh, 45th Street in West Palm Beach, Florida. Let me stop. Let me go all the way back. <laughs> um, it was a cold, yeah. wintry day in West it Palm was a Beach. Cold, wintry <laughs> day, and the Haitians came out of nowhere and brought me into this earth. Um, no, I am the daughter of Pierre and Luna Smith, who are officers for the Southern Territory. Uh, I have a brother. Shout out to Lusan and uh, my sister in law, Gabby. Uh, yeah, I currently live in Atlanta. Uh, to, uh, one thing about me, um, I just love having a good time. I am obsessed with key lime pie. And for anyone who doesn't like key lime pie, may your soul rest with God. <laughs> we have nothing to talk about. Where's the, uh, where's the best key lime pie? Best one you've ever had, go. Best one I ever had, Shreveport, Louisiana, at this spot called Gibbons. You're oh. lying on the very first question. <laughs> Dead serious. Gibbons, Shreveport, Louisiana, those people make it from scratch. It is so good. It is so good. I The last time I, I, when I was there, I asked my mom to buy me one and freeze it. So when I come back to visit, it's ready for me. So good. And I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of key lime pies. That one I'm sorry to interrupt. Continue, continue. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I just, uh, I just love having a good time. I, um, I am currently in Atlanta. Uh, I've been an officer kid my entire life. Um, very passionate about, um, young adults and youth and Jesus, um, have my own podcast, you know, felt like I needed to put that in there just in case you do do. go ahead. Tell them where they can find you, where they can listen. Um, yeah. So it's called the cup of Joe podcast. You can find me on, um, Spotify and iTunes. Um, you can follow the Instagram, a cup of Joe podcast. I am so sorry. I barely post on that page, but go ahead and follow (laughs) me because we're going to get it together. We are going to get it together. Yeah. So, uh, it's fun. I just, I just enjoy having a good time and living life to the fullest. Um, positions that I've had in the army. So I don't think they do it anymore, but in the South, they used to have SAMS, which is like Salvation Army Mission Specialist. I was that for almost three years in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, for context, I'm originally from Florida, West Palm Beach, Florida. And so I have always <laughs> thrived in Florida. I'm a very hot person. I like to be hot. So anything outside of, um, 80 degrees is just too much. Like anything that's below 80, I'm like, no, I need a, I need a hoodie. I need a winter coat. This is not for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was a mission specialist in Jackson, Mississippi uh, for three years. And then right after that, I went to THQ and was um, the young adult coordinator for the youth department for almost what, five, six years? It felt like a long time. <laughs> it felt like a long time. That was certainly, uh, it, it was certainly an era. So yeah, I did that um, for a while and then um, decided to come out and started working for InterVarsity, which was a, a weird transition. But yeah, I mean, the Army has been a part of my life and uh, just, you know, I'm just very grateful for the connections I've made through my parents' moves and also on the things that I get to do that I used to do and just still being plugged in through friends and people that are still a part of it. So, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. So, Joe, tell us a little bit, for those who may not be familiar with InterVarsity, what does InterVarsity do? What are they all about? Yeah, they're all about campus ministry. Um, So it is a nonprofit organization, Christian organization, and they're all about investing in youth and young adults um, and college college students. Like it is all over. I, I can't even give you a number like that's how many like schools and internationally. So their main thing is campus ministry. But they also have 
little outside plugs like mission things, different um, opportunities uh, outside of campus ministry to be engaging into the world. And so, yeah, but their big thing is campus ministry. I'm sure somebody has seen them on their campus because um, I have seen them when I went to college. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is cute. Um, but also I was for the streets and I was not right with Jesus when I was in college. So here we are. <laughs> we made it. We made it. So Giovanni, now since you've uh, taken this position with InterVarsity, what, what do you do for uh, InterVarsity? Yeah, so I am the director of global programs. Um, I- <laughs> Whoa, I know. Let's brush off our shoulders there. <laughs> Fancy. It's really not that fancy, y'all. Please. It's just a couple of words together. Um, I am basically in charge of helping people, um, specifically students, to understand how to engage with the world. Um, uh, also partnering up with our different movements and um, different people that we partner with as an organization. Um, and we also have short-term mission trips. So I'm kind of like the main point person helping people kind of get engaged into the world? What does it look like um, to do missions correctly as opposed to what we've done in the past? Um, Ooh, can you, yeah. can you, can you elaborate on that? How, how have we done missions wrong in the past? And, and like, maybe not wrong, but how have we been yeah. misguided? I think, I think there are, there are ways that, um, and I want to say this, like for those who, I know there's probably people like, oh, but I love to do mission trips. And that's fine. That's, I am not here to come for you next. Um, I, think that there, <laughs> I think that there are ways that we can be much more honoring to the communities and the people that we engage with instead of coming into another country or even into another city thinking that we know what's best um, and we know what's right. And so what does it look like to dwell and honor um, different communities um, and come alongside instead of coming with um, a, 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 um, a missionary complex of like, I want to help you. Let me go and do this here. I know what's best. So, but taking a different heart posture of coming alongside and learning from the people that we get to um, essentially do life with in the time that we're with them. So yeah. And that's uh, something. I mean, I'm sure people who have done SSC with me, they know that 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 was the hill that I died on. So I'm sure some of them are listening, like, "Oh Lord, here she go with her little." <laughs> no, I mean, it needs to be. It's worth uh, being. Uh, it's worth uh, hearing those same truths again. I mean, anytime mm-hmm. people are going to go do these these basic truths, like anytime you go on a mission, is like I'm bringing Jesus to this place. No, you're right. not. No, we're not. Right. Jesus is already there. And then right. we do can kind of come in with a complex of like, I'm coming to save you, to rescue yeah. you and mm-hmm. not coming in with a heart that's prepared to learn from. Yeah. Yeah. From them. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So spinning off of that, Joe, so you, you touched on it a little bit, but missions like you've been a part of some kind of missions for a long time, right? You did mm-hmm. missions trips as a young person, yep. a younger person. You're still a young person, <laughs> a younger person. Yeah. Um, and then that was part of your job, right? For the Salvation Army was mm-hmm. Summer Service Corps. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the impact that that's had on your life? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, I think how I got into it was, I mean, really <clears throat> the background that I have in my own family, like I come from a Haitian family and being able to like, that's different being born in the States and then having family who don't have the same privileges as you. Um, and also there was something about coming face to face with culture and the world in a different way that I've never seen before. And so that impact, I mean, my, my experiences, not only with the Salvation Army, but even 
even being a part of like things like SSE or the mission trips or like one weeks, there was just something for me, like I really wanted to understand God's world a little bit differently. I wanted to understand different cultures and I wanted to be positioned in a way that I was um, learning and also honoring people instead of feeling like I knew what was best. And so I think that really shaped how um, how I do life with people in my own life, um, how I come about in my relationships, how I speak to people, um, and also being patient with people who probably don't have the same experiences that I have. And so for those who know me, I thoroughly enjoy traveling. Um, I, I mean, it is, it is a drug for me. Maybe that's not the right saying. It is, <laughs> it is, it is addicting for me. I, I really enjoy, I love seeing the world. Um, but I've also come across people who have never been on a plane. And so it is easy for me to kind of be like, what, you've never been on a plane? What? I don't understand. Like you've never been outside of your house. So in the same, in the same breath of like really honoring the people and learning, like I've learned how to be patient and also share my experiences with other people and allow them to kind of walk their own journey when it comes to engaging with the world and engaging with other people. So yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly had a huge impact. And I think it all started really with my parents and how they showed me the world through their own eyes and my family members and seeing how I could kind of stand in the gap for them as well. All right. Thanks, Joe. I think uh, Matt and I could say the same thing, not to the same degree. We've not uh, worked on missions in the same way you have. Both of us, uh, though, did Summer Service Corps as young people, um, a transformational experience for both of us. It's Mm -hmm. uh, a large part of why we do what we do today is because of the impact of Summer Service Corps um, on our lives. Uh, Then following that as divisional youth leaders, being able to support young people um, Mm -hmm. and kind of talk them through that process. What does it look like to to go on these trips? Um, what, What can it do for you if you invest in them in the right way? And then in the same vein, on you know, trying to talk to core officers about that, how yeah. we can support our kids to, to go on these trips. Um, it, if you have the right attitude about it, I think it can be, um, a life changing, uh, experience and just yeah. seeing how, seeing God's people, you know, all across the world and how God is moving in different places. Um, right. it just gives you a whole new perspective on life. And so I think if you have the opportunity and the right attitude and heart about it, you should totally try to try to get involved, whether it's through something like a program that Joe runs or mm-hmm. through the Salvation Army's uh, Summer Service Corps. They call them something different in every territory, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so whatever their summer missions are, um, get involved. Check it out. See what God is doing outside of your own community. Mm. So switching gears back to InterVarsity, one of the big things that InterVarsity does is the Urbana Conference. Can you talk a little yeah. bit about what Urbana is? Yeah. So it's a student mission conference that happens um, every three, four years. Um, and it's sponsored by InterVarsity. And <clears throat> basically it's designed and focused on informing students uh, across the globe on what's global missions, um, issues around the world, um, and how to tackle that on with like a, a Christian mindset with a, you know, what are ways that we still come be, have an activist spirit, but still love, you know, love people in that. So a lot of those, a lot of the global issues and issues that are, hap- that they are tackling are things that are happening around the world. So it's in real time. So you're sitting there, you're going through scripture, and then you're also figuring out 
How do you still stand in the gap when things like Ukraine is happening, when things of injustices are happening in the state? So it, it like there it's there's no it's not a sugarcoating conference, I would mm. say. Like there has been I've been to Urbana's before and there has been topics. I'm like, oh gosh, is this a space we need to be talking about this <laughs> with ten thousand people in the room? Like, you know, and so and it's also beautiful because you you see different people from all different walks of life and cultures. And and so you get a chance to kind of be outside of your comfort zone. So uh, yeah, that happens December. You know, I should know these things, but uh, I don't. It's usually between, like right before that week, between between, Christmas and New Year's. Between Christmas and New Year's, yeah. Yeah, Right after Christmas, right before New Year's, yeah. And it is cold. Let me tell y'all something. It is, it is, I need to put people on game because I don't think people be knowing when they be coming to these things. It is in the the north okay we're talking about detroit <laughs> indianapolis those type of uh, climates and after so, christmas after yeah. christmas so i have to let people know so they could pe- prepare their mind like <laughs> i got to be able to prepare my heart and soul and mind because i will physically die in those in those <laughs> listen we, it's a different we gotta kind of cold. tell our listeners about again about urbana like this is not just like your rinky dink youth conference that pops up i mean this is college age kids young adults coming from all over the world for this missions conference like giovanni just said ten thousand people and urbana has staying power it's not something that's just been thought up my mom attended urbana when she was a college student so urbana has been around and it continues to be one of the premier mission conferences and and uh, justice issues conference like Giovanni was saying there are things they talk about there that you're like oh boy well this isn't just like three songs and, not- a, and a motivational sermon you know I mean they're gonna there's some crazy things so um go ahead Major Jamie you're gonna say something no I was just gonna say like it, it, it they are intentional about tackling real issues like it's not just like a oh let's go and feel good about ourselves I mean that's not a bad, you know, it's not bad to feel good about yourself, but that's not the the point. It's like, okay, let's have conversations about these very real issues that people are facing around the world. So let's not like sweep it under the rug. They're dealing with it. We're dealing with it. So let's talk about it. So Giovanni, we've got young adults listening to this podcast yeah. right now, and we've got core officers who listen, who have young adults in their lives. So tell us why does this, the missions and Urbana, why do these things matter to salvationists? Why should a salvationist attend Urbana, care about missions, all these things? Yeah, I think it's interesting because um, when I left the youth department and and went into this role, one of the biggest things was feeling, and I and I could be honest, like I have known the Salvation Army my entire life. I've worked for the Army. So coming out of that context was very hard for me. Um, but one thing that, I deeply appreciated that I felt that was very similar to the army was, um, was a lot of the foundations of what Urbana is like really caring for the world, really caring for things that are unjust. And so it's even coming down to like, you know, why do people go on disaster? I mean, one, you, you, you know, they put you in there, but like, why, why do we care about things that are happening disaster? Why did our founders care about people going into pubs or children and and women not being fed and different things? I think that there's just, this is what God has kind of called us to do, to really care for those who are going through different injustices. And, and Urbana kind of creates this space for you to be in one place with people who 
are coming from all different types of contexts, but it's they we foster these spaces, safe spaces, I may might I add, to really get into the nitty-gritty of how how do I tackle these these um how do I tackle these these types of topics and still feel like God is for me and still feel like God is for you know, the people that are around us and also be able to be supported. Cause I think that when we see injustices and when we experience it, it's easy to make a tweet. It's easy to put mm. it on Instagram. It's easy to go on a whole blurb on Facebook. But I think that there are practical ways that we can learn to be honoring of one another, whether we believe or support or agree with whoever, what, what our, the opposite person says and do, I think there are ways that we could come together and have practical steps to be able to serve and honor people well as they're going through different injustices. So I think it aligns to what we have known our entire life and why we do the things that we do. And I mean, what's the, what's the saying before we, we did doing the most good hand to man, heart to God. Yeah. Heart to God, hand to man, heart to God, hand yeah. to man. <laughs> Sharing so is I, caring. Sharing know, is caring. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think that just all entails that. And so if you if you are even if it's even if it's somebody in your community, I think this will, will give you a perspective. Something. Some people are not called to the world. Some people are not called to go overseas. Some people are just called to their city and to their community. And I think that you'll be able to learn something and be able to take away something from Urbana. You bring up a good point, Joe. We think about missions, and we've talked a lot about missions so far about the global context, but there's mission right in your community. Mm -hmm. There are people in your community who need you, who need the Lord, who just want somebody to come alongside them and, you know, walk through life with them. That's mission. Um, You know, that's what the mission of the Salvation Army is what to meet human need, not meet human need. Uh, I don't have to go across the world to do that. I can do that right where I am. Right. Um, And so it's important. I think that we recognize that mission is all around us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We just have to open our eyes to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How can people learn more if they if they're interested in Urbana? They want to go to Urbana. Uh, how can they register? All that good stuff. Yeah, um, you can register at urbana.org. U uh, r b a n a dot org. I believe in spelling things out because I can't assume that people know how to spell <laughs> simple things. That's just me. That's just me. Urbana.org, and that will give you um, that will give you a layout of how to sign up and different different things. If you cannot afford it, please, please call me. Please email or text. Put your cell phone out there right now. Cell phone <laughs> I, don't know, I don't need people up in my DMs, but I mean, Facebook, all this stuff. Like if you feel like, oh, I want to go and I can't go with a group, like feel free to reach out to me. I will find ways to make sure that you can, you know, can get in. Um, so if you really are just like, I really want to go, but I cannot, I cannot get the registration, please, I beg of you, open your mouth, <laughs> close mm-hmm. mouth, do not get fed. So yeah, urbana.org, U-R-B-A-N-A dot O-R-G. It's uh, December 28th through the 31st in Indianapolis, Indiana. Woo! If you uh, want to uh, if you if you want to get a hold of Giovanni, like she said, to uh, if, and you can't get a hold of Giovanni, just hit us up. Hit us up at the Battleline Podcast, or hit up Major Jamie or um, myself, and we'll get you connected with Giovanni to help you out there. And Elizabeth, surely, hopefully, we can put the website in the uh, show description so people can just click that and go. Thank you so much, Giovanni. Major yeah. Jamie, you want to ask that last question? Absolutely. Uh, so 
on Joe's podcast, you'll know if you listen to Cup of Joe, at the end of every episode, she does a sprinkle of excellence. Yes. You need to shout yourself out on there all the time, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm giving myself, I'm celebrating me. <laughs> I think you have. You've done that before. Yeah, yeah. Somebody pointed out. They're like, you know, you've done yourself like four times. Or <laughs> like I deserve it. I deserve it. Like, Y'all better leave me alone. That's right. <laughs> no sprinkle of excellence for you. Yes. Person who's being critical of me <laughs> loving myself. All right. All right. So over here, we ask, what is bringing you joy? And this can be, it can be deep and spiritual, or it can be, you know. That cute guy that winked at you at the train stop or whatever. I have questions. What is bringing you joy this week? You want to go first, Joe? Um, oh, y'all all answer it? Yeah, yeah we, we all, all answer, answer it. No, you know, y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Somebody okay. hasn't listened to our podcast. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do me. Don't do me. I listen. I listen. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Don't do me. It's been a long it time. It has been. We have been off the air for a little while taking that summer hiatus. Yes. So, Matt, leave her alone and tell her what is bringing you joy. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I I would say that I'm... Um, um, a uh okay a fan of stranger things i'm not like some of these people out here who are crazy about stranger things but i will tell you this season four stranger things that soundtrack track this year is fire i mean it's really very 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 good so it's a throwback uh, to us 80s kids i know it really is <laughs> those of us uh where they call us geriatric millennials who were born in the 80s i hate that so much <laughs> <laughs> There's songs on there that you're just like, oh man, that brings back the days of Teddy Ruxpin and <laughs> my buddy. Trapper yeah. Keepers. Yes, you could sir. just hear that Velcro in so, the background. <laughs> uh, if uh, people may have opinions about Stranger Things, that's okay. But the soundtrack, the soundtrack is, is amazing right now. All right, Giovanni, how about you? What is giving you joy? What is giving me joy? Okay. So I'm going to put y'all on. Maybe some people have not done this, but... AMC has this membership where you can see three movies a week. I was just talking to somebody about this this morning. Yes, for like twenty. I think I spend like twenty twenty three dollars a month. It's it's a whole subscription that has been giving me joy because let me tell you. And now some people may argue and be like, "Oh, I don't be watching movies like that. That's a waste of my money." Look, we're not even going to get into that because there's a lot of things I'll be wasting money on, and you're not going to come for me. You know who you are. But that <laughs> has been giving me so much joy because the the fact that I could see any movie I want three times out of the week at any point is uh, it's just a gift and they give you like perks. So I didn't realize I was racking up all this uh, movie perks and I got free popcorn and a drink. Look at that. It only took a hundred movies to get one free popcorn. <laughs> and that's fine. It was a large popcorn and a large drink. I felt so happy. Oh my gosh. That has last, been giving me a lot of joy. Last movie you saw in theaters, Giovanni go. Uh, Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. We haven't seen that one yet. Scale of one to ten. Uh, scale of one to ten. Ten being awesome, one being eh. I will give them a six. Okay, that's okay. what I'm hearing. That's what I'm. I'll hearing. give them a six. Yeah. All right. I feel like they rushed through. They just rushed through it, and I felt like there was some. It was good. They rushed through it. It could have been longer, but I give them a six. Okay. Elizabeth, what's giving you joy? Okay, this has been a long time coming, but I think the last time we spoke on the podcast, BTS had just announced their hiatus, romance break, which broke my heart in two, right? It was it was a really sad time for me. You were the first person I thought of. I was concerned for you. I appreciate that. It was a really hard time for me. However, 
Jungkook has partnered with Charlie Puth, my favorite male U.S. artist, for a total summer smash, left and right. And I bought the CD. Like a physical copy. I remember you telling me this. Yes, a CD. I paid money for a CD. I can't play. I don't have a CD player. Yes, I remember you telling (laughs) me this. Yes, And I am pumped to hold it. $11. Cash money for a CD, and you do not have a CD player in any shape or form in your house. Do you have, in, are you intending to buy a CD player so you can listen to it? Or She's you just want the to. CD so She's that gonna. you can just like have the CD? I just want to hold it in my heart. I want to hold it in my hands. I want to put it on my shelf. You. It's going to just bring me a smile every day I see it. It's incredible. I love that. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Wrap- I'm trying to think of when the last time I bought a CD. Well, I don't, we used I don't to go know. to the mall. We used to go to the mall and go to like F was it F Y E or yeah, yeah. Sam Goodies? Do you remember Sam yeah. Goodies? <laughs> wow. And uh, what was so the one that it starts with an H? And you could also rent movies from there. Hastings. Uh, Hastings, yes. That's a West Texas thing. We have Hastings. We used to go out there uh, for their large quantity Golly. of rentable videos we and so CDs. Old. <laughs> This, I, I I agree with what Elizabeth is saying because I bought Beyonce's new CD. Like I, I have it pre-ordered, so mind you, I have Apple Music, but do not touch me. <laughs> Fact that this but, lady is about to drop an album, and I'm going to get her CD. Do you have Do you have something to play said CD? Oh, absolutely, yes. I still have my eighth grade CD player <laughs> that I had in the eighth grade. I have my CD player that I have in the eighth grade. <laughs> All right, Major Jamie, wrap us uh, up. What's giving you joy? All right. Well, I'm going to be uh, less fun and a little more mushy on mine. Uh, my kids spent the summer in Oklahoma at conservatory. And now, as of this week, they are both home. They are uh, back with their mother where they belong. I don't have to worry about what's happening to them. They're in good hands. We are big proponents of, you know, if you listen to this podcast of camp and conservatory, we believe that uh, it could be transformational in the life of kids. I've seen it in the lives of my own kids, what camp can do. I'm so thrilled that they had that experience, but I'm even more thrilled that they are back home with me. Uh, Mama's not ready for them to fly the coop. We got a couple more years. So (laughs) I am, that's what's bringing me joy this week is our family is together again. And I am happy. Giovanni, we are so grateful to have you on the show. Again, guys, if you have never had the chance to meet Giovanni uh, in the whole Smith family, oh man, <laughs> they are wonderful people. They are a delight, a treasure. Yes. And uh, she still uh, attends the army, still goes, and, and just being the salvationist uh, implant, if you will, in, in a varsity. <laughs> A chip underneath the skin or whatever. So we're grateful for her and for her uh, mission work there. And uh, for Urbana, again, if you, Urbana, go, 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 go. I know it's always a hard time for people because it's after Christmas. It's that weird vacation time, but it'll change your life. Go. And then you've heard Giovanni's offer. If you're having a hard time, uh, just reach out to her, reach out to us, and we'll get you connected to her. Now, and to make wrap sure you us check up, out her podcast, Cup of oh, Joe. Yes, A Cup of Joe, J O podcast. Cup of Joe podcast.com, right? Yeah. You can check that out as well. Oh, so. dot org. I changed it. My bad. Dot org. Dot org. All right. We do have a, we, you know, we have, uh, we, we try to talk youth ministry here and we do have a 12 year old sitting in the office today. So this 12 year old that just randomly walked in the office on the summer vacation is going to read our <laughs> final paragraph for us and close us out. Here she is. That's going to be the end of this episode of the battle line podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Battle Line wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to check out our peer website, peermag.org, or follow peer on the socials, peer.magazine. Until next time, this has been The Battle Line Podcast.
Bye.